0: Potion Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Prothy. I'm Hal's
1: Burkhart. And here we are with our second origin episode. Every good origin needs to be split over two. That's what everybody loves. They're like, hey, new Spider-Man movie, can we see his origin again? Hey, new Batman movie, can we see his parents die again?
0: Again and again.
1: I love to see these origins. So we're doing two-part origin. Uh, In this episode, we will be talking about uh, 2020. Or 2020 gaming together year, uh, something I feel like we are definitely not alone in is that the last year led to um, a lot of co- uh, like co-op multiplayer gameplay for folks, mm-hmm. and this sort of reunited us gaming together.
0: Definitely, there was I want to say two main games, I, I with think, some other ones. Yeah, in
1: there. main. Yeah, that you could probably tear them out where there was like two hardcore ones, and then some other ones we kind of got into. Mm -hmm. And then games we played separately but discussed Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it all started um, as we ended with last episode when Jesse and I came out to hang out with you guys before we went to see Kevin Smith. And while we were hanging out, I mentioned to you how much, how cool it would be to play Final Fantasy Fourteen, how good of an MMO it is. And that, like I got so into Final Fantasy Fourteen, I bought Jesse her own PlayStation, so she would play with me, It's dedication, yeah, and she got into it too. She actually passed me in level at one point she really got into it <laughs> anyways, um, so I mentioned that to you. We go see Kevin Smith, and then three weeks later, a month later,
0: coronavirus, uh, coronavirus. <laughs>
1: And we get put into Lockdown. Lockdown, for me, uh, definitely included a lot of gaming. Oh, sure. Um, And it all kicked off with us playing Final Fantasy XIV.
0: Right. Which, if you haven't played it, you know, I would say it's your garden variety MMO, but with, like... Those good Final Fantasy touches of, like, an amazing soundtrack. And, the uh, story is really good. story Well, you know, the, this game isn't without its its warts. You know, no, we'll get into that.
1: We'll talk about that a little bit, and I'm sure at some point we'll do a full episode on just Final Fantasy fourteen. Right.
0: But still fun, you know, to especially with, you know, your main party size is four. Yeah. We were able to get two of our friends to play with us most of the time.
1: Yeah. Steve and I definitely played the most out of our little four-member group um i
0: was a tank you were
1: dps uh, yep our buddy nick was the healer mm-hmm. complained about it the whole time <laughs> and our buddy jeff was uh he's also dps also dps yeah. mm-hmm. and uh i was playing a sam well i eventually went up till i got to samurai started as a dragoon and then once I was able to, I got Samurai. You were, what did you, what was your starter class in that? Mm. Marauder or something yeah, like that? Yeah, it was
0: Marauder. And then I can't remember, there was something I went to in the middle. Warrior. Warrior. It was Warrior. And yeah. then I went to, who's the guy with Gunsword? Gunbreaker. Gun yeah. That's what I went to, which I currently, if my character on the server is a Gunbreaker. Gun
1: I know, I just know in my soul we're going to get back to it at some point. And I'm going to, ahead of time, restart a character. because I can't. See, this is the thing, Steve. This is what happens with me in MMOs, is I'll get way into one. It happened with Star Wars The Old Republic. But I got into it solo. It's not as fun playing an MMO just by yourself. You, they can't. It can be done. Uh, it's just not as fun. And so I would get my characters fairly high and then lose interest because I'm not playing with anybody. Stop playing for a few months. Then out of the blue, I get a hair up my ass and I want to play Star Wars The Old Republic. And I go back and I'm like, well, I should just restart a new character, so I start the process all over again. And I do the same thing with Final Fantasy 14.
0: I'd be down, uh, especially cuz I don't necessarily want to play a tank anymore either. So I could switch. Yeah,
1: I mean, it dep- like if all four of us got back in into it, we could definitely switch up roles. And if it's just if we're the only ones to get back into it, then let's just both be D- 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 DPS. Yeah, the group I mean, finder in that's really good.
0: Yeah. Maybe we could get Nick to be the tank, so he could bitch about something else. Oh man!
1: So um, playing Final Fantasy fourteen uh, a lot. Like I remember the day you—I t- was on the way home from work, and I got a text from you that was like, "I'm downloading Final Fantasy fourteen. It's on sale." And bruh, you should have heard the engine on that car revving. <laughs>
0: We played through a lot of it. We played through the whole base game, the first expansion, and then we stalled out in Stormblood.
1: Yeah, I feel like I was maybe about halfway through Stormblood. Right, right. Yeah, I didn't um, play
0: any of Stormblood, but but got all the way through Heaven's Word, which Heaven's Word was excellent. It was know? like there, there's the the main story's a slog to get through there at points, but you know, there's some iconic songs in there too. Gosh, I I can envision. Some of them are, I can hear them in my head right now, some of them.
1: Yeah. Man, the soundtrack on, and there's so much music in it. And there's so many references to other Final Fantasy games. And like, I actually really enjoy the way the dungeon system works with the group finder. Like, they've managed to tune that game, at least in the four player ones, where you can get by without having to communicate with strangers too much, which is always dicey in an MMO, right? But there was the time where we were trying to get you through the last mission of the main story. Right. Before you get to the filler content between the main story and Heaven's Word. That annoying. Like the eight. It's the eight man sort of raid type right. thing. And it's super long because you, you can't skip, skip the cutscenes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're trying to get you through that. And we have got like the other six people in our group are all part of a guild together and for some reason they're just trying to run through this super quick and we don't know what to do really right and one of the dudes starts fucking dunking on me in the chat and like i don't have i'm playing this on ps4 i don't have a keyboard um hooked up so if i want to chat back i have to use the fucking in like built-in playstation keyboard where you're like hunting and pecking for letters (laughs) and like steve would always start laughing because he'd know when i was going back at someone because he'd hear (laughs) on the controller going
0: going like crazy like a typist yeah like typing 80 words per minute
1: (laughs) so we finally get through this thing it takes us so long and the dude what was oh he's calling us sprouts yeah because you had that little green symbol over your head that signifies you're a new player or whatever mm-hmm. and he was like these fucking sprouts can't do anything and then we beat it I remember the message to a T I said hey insert player's name take those sprouts and shove them up your ass you dumb, <laughs> you, you dumb ass or something like I told him to shove it up his ass and then said like go fuck yourself or something like that like I was pissed and immediately the rest of the this guild and the, our party chat was like O M g report him you guys report him report this guy he just told him to shove the sprouts up his ass and as i was getting in bed that night i got a fucking email from square enix that was like uh as a warning there's a strike against your account and uh you better reprimanded i got reprimanded
0: slapped on the wrist i was like man
1: this dude was being a bully and i was Told him to shove something up his ass, and I'm I'm the bad guy in this situation.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, in the world of MMOs, there's usually going to be toxic people around. Yeah, kind of have to deal with
1: it. It seems like in any large community, not mm-hmm. just MMOs. Yeah. Like I'm sure if we played Street Fighter online, yeah, there'd probably be some toxic dudes in those matches yeah, too. You're right. <clears throat> but one of my favorite things about 14 was our buddy Jeff's character. Our buddy Midget Jeff Archer, what was it, the Lollafell?
0: Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Lollafell Archer, and our buddy Jeff loves one thing he loves more than anything is committing to a bit, and he decided that his character like would be like,
0: "Hi, <laughs> I don't know."
1: Like that was kind of the voice he used for it, and. Uh, in the discord server Jeff would commit to this bit for that character
0: I love Jeff so if you've played these type of games before you know of the mount system whereas like after a certain point they give you a like a giant animal you can ride to make traversal a lot easier it's a pretty big reward for putting some right. time into the game
1: and in and, and 14 it doesn't take that long not to super get to long
0: but but I, th- I want to say it's around level 20 mm-hmm. which doesn't take you a lo- very long to get to mm Jeff missed the quest to get the mount and proceeded to just run around the map for like the next 15 levels. Yeah. He was in his thirties, almost maybe forties. And what happened was was like the
1: meme where he's like, wait, you guys are getting mounts. (laughs) So Steve and I were around a consistent level, several levels ahead of Jeff and Nick. We started a tad bit earlier, played a little bit more than those two dudes. Um, Jeff was sort of in the middle and then Nick was bringing up the rear because Nick was easily distracted, we'd be like, Nick, just focus on the story quest. And he'd be like, okay, cool. And then he'd be like, I'm trying to do this quest where I'm, I'm baking bread. Have you guys done this quest where you're baking bread? And we'd be like, no, is that a class quest? No, no. And I guess I like, I'll YouTube it. Hold and- <laughs> on, I'll just YouTube it. And then he ends up watching... Uh, voice coach reacts to Opeth for three (laughs) hours on YouTube while he's on Discord with us.
0: Yeah, Nick is definitely easily distracted. He's a
1: golden human being, Nick Samari. I love that guy. Anyways, um, and you know what's funny? We're saying all these nice things about Nick and Jeff. Neither one of those fuckers are going to be listening to this. (laughs) I know where their loyalties lie. Nick's going to be like, well, I was going to listen to it, but I listened to this book on tape about moths instead
0: <laughs> joe rogan had a new podcast oh my god
1: <laughs> well i took alpha brain <laughs> and I had a bad reaction <laughs> um anyways uh nick and so that's how it sort of played out like he would get easily distracted and wouldn't level up as quick as us but we would like what would end up happening is we would end up running a dungeon for the first time sort of together. Like we'd hold off and wait like, okay, don't do that dungeon until I'm ready. And then we'd go do it and then learn it. And then eventually we'd go through with Jeff. And then eventually we'd go through with Nick where we'd have a full, all four of us in a party together. We'd know exactly what to do. That is where the chef's kiss golden Final Fantasy fourteen is for me, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, no pressure whatsoever. We already know the dungeon, and you just got to, and it, it's, it's to me, it's way easier, and I think it might be because they also developed it for consoles. To me, they made it a little easier to keep track of what you're doing than, like, in World of Warcraft, where you've got 80 buttons at the bottom, and, you know, it's a little more forgiving, I guess is what I'm saying. Right not that there aren't challenging dungeons and and we did some of the higher end stuff that was pretty tough at times. Oh yeah, we but, tried. Yeah. Man, I love that game and it was so fun. We even had we had our little four-person guild.
0: We sure did. Shred.
1: <laughs> Shred.
0: That's right. We uh, you know, it was fun to play that for I guess it was a couple of months. Took up took up most of our time.
1: So I looked at our cumulative play times you put at least 200 hours into that so yeah i would say that was two to three months i'll get obsessive i would say it was from spring to the beginning of summer we played pretty regularly we took breaks here and there to play other stuff but most weekends we were on there playing and maybe jeff would show up if not he was playing call of duty with his other friends his other fucking friends that he likes more (laughs) than us
0: Right. Yeah. And during quarantine, that was kind of our weekly ritual was to just get together every Friday and Saturday night yeah. and play over the internet. Like, that's kind of what we did and was kind of what kept us sane during quarantine. <laughs> exactly.
1: And like have, and then, like, the other thing is, back, especially during the beginning of lockdown when I didn't have as much work to do because it just wasn't there to do for my job, I could occasionally squeeze in, like, we would hang out on a Monday night and play Final Fantasy. <clears throat> and then... I could tell when everybody's interest started to wane a little bit. When I would get on on a Friday and nobody would get on, or I'd be on on a Saturday and like we would maybe do a dungeon and then be like, "Let's do something else." Yeah. So you could tell it was kind of fading. The next thing we picked up was Street Fighter 5.
0: Mm, that was a good time.
1: That was a good time. Once again, reignited the fighting game itch and the hunt for special controllers.
0: <laughs> That's right. I think we ended up with the Hori fighting commander.
1: That's what you got and I got a Mad Cats That's, Ryu. Okay. Um and got into Street Fighter 5 for the first It's the most I've ever played Street Fighter 5. Me too. Yeah. Um and got decently into it and then found out you could do crossplay. Crossplay is the MVP of quarantine to yeah. me. You know, cuz Nick and Jeff play on primarily on pc They're pc
0: master race yeah and
1: we kind of play on console mm-hmm. having the ability to find these games that we can play together and it works fairly flawlessly uh has is awesome i think every game should be cross play if there's multiplayer to it
0: yeah jeff was a g main a
1: g of all people yeah weird is g the guy that had the mask
0: it looked like abraham lincoln kind of
1: Okay, who's the guy in the overcoat with the hat? Yeah, that's G. Okay. And and sometimes he can have the mask on. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Jeff buying the costume that was the yellow suit with the green mask yeah. and it looked like Jim Carrey's Harry. the mask? Sure did. Ugh. Jeff loves to commit to a bit. <laughs> when he found out that that guy looked like the mask, never used a different costume for that guy. <laughs> that's right. And once again, Street Fighter gets fucking bucks out of me buying extra costumes. I like costumes. I already own the game, and I put it in, and then I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna spend some more money on this. Let me buy some costumes. I can make Ryu look like Britney Spears. Hold on, <laughs> they've got some wild ones in five.
0: <laughs> That's a good game, though. We definitely, we definitely spent a few weekends playing that. Yeah, um, and
1: we wouldn't, we wouldn't spend all night because it's tough. Yeah, it's these tough old ass- taking
0: all those all, all those ass weapons from me. I don't know, man. I was pretty <laughs> good kidding. at five. Is it <laughs> you were Karen hold your own, or yeah. Kareen? Mm-hmm. Ooh, he was. He was tough. No, Kareen? the lady.
1: Oh, Kareen? Is it, K- it? We always joke that it was Karen because it was in the middle of the Karen fad online. You know who I'm talking about? The real posh British lady that does like the
0: long range jump attacks and stuff yes. that I was using. Yeah, yeah. I was. I was good on that one. You definitely whipped my ass more in Street Fighter Five than you did in Street Fighter Four. Uh.
1: Me, Because I took some hard losses in Street Fighter 4. I beat Ken once. In Street Fighter 4? In 4. And the only reason I remember it is because other people were over here. And I did a victory lap around
0: the house. (laughs) That's right. I remember you yelling. But, you know, congratulations. Thank you. It was a long time coming. So, also
1: during this time, this probably also led to falling off on... Because um, we started getting into the more end of the spring, early summer, big PlayStation exclusive season. The Last of Us Two, Last Ghost of Us of Two, Shima. Yeah,
0: yeah, both very good, very good games. And I also
1: played Last of Us Remastered, leading into Last of Us Two. So did I. Yeah. So replayed Last of Us, which I hadn't played since the PlayStation Three. I played the original PlayStation Three release. Never played the remaster, so that was fun. Um, and I remember, do you remember getting sassy with me about Last of Us <laughs> sure 2? Do. Yeah, there's been two times in my life one of my friends has lit a gaming fire <laughs> under my ass, and this is one of them. I'll tell the other one in a second because it's about our buddy Jeff, <laughs> but like, uh, Steve tore through Last of Us 2. Which isn't a small game. No, like it's, short. It's long. It's
0: like around thirty hours if, or so for like i I'll be honest,
1: game. it feels like it could have been edited a little yeah, bit. Yeah, probably a little bit. It felt like a director's cut of a movie where you could have cut out a, a couple of sections here and there. I still really like the game. Sure. Like, I think for a Naughty Dog oh, not to sound like a Microsoft employee, but uh, to I think Naughty Dog finally sort of nailed the i wouldn't say nailed but got the gunplay stuff down better a lot better i've always had sort of a problem with their floaty feeling gun stuff in uncharted and in the first on last of us it felt
0: a little tighter in this right and and we talked about the last episode like how they get us on the on the cash double dips or whatever there's already talk of them remaking the last of us which is such a head scratcher when you first think about it like but I, know, I already know I'll buy it because I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker, and
1: I'll buy it too. Because you know what? <laughs> they'll they'll slip it in at a point where it's it comes out
0: just when it's between something, of course. And yeah. I'm like, oh
1: well, you know, the first one's not that long. I like
0: the first game anyway, and yeah, like, me too. You know, if it if it's like a more rad version, I don't need much of an excuse to play through a good game. Me neither, bro. I the
1: we're jumping ahead a little bit here, but I just replayed Spider Man the PlayStation game. I played the PS5 version and 100 percented it again after I already did it on the, like any other person could have just been like, I'll play through the story and maybe a little bit of the side stuff. Beautiful. No, I powered through it. And then I was like, let's roll this train on through Miles Morales and did the same thing. I have no problem replaying a game that I really enjoy hmm. for sure.
0: Yeah, I don't even know how many times I beat the from series for quarantines a lot. Uh, I've platinum Sekiro, I've <laughs> nearly platinum Bloodborne.
1: I watched Steve, not watched, but like I would be talking because that's what he would do when it was time for us to get together to play any of these games. He would be coming out of some sort of run in a Souls-like game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This dude loves Souls. You'll hear about it soon. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> and will. more in depthly throughout the <laughs> uh, like as we go on. Um so Street Fighter then we move on to we were rudderless
0: for a little while. You remember this we tried World War Z. Yeah, I'm not kind of over that um Left for Dead um what am I formula at this point, I think.
1: Yeah, it was okay. It's
0: okay. I just but
1: it, like we played and we finished that mission or whatever. And after that I was just like that was fun but I don't like next weekend I'm not going to be bugging you guys To play uh, That game World War Z um, where, What else? We tried some other stuff I
0: feel like We fucked around with Fall Guys For a minute I ne- I've i never played Fall you Guys You didn't play Fall Guys So I think you might have played I played that with Jeff Maybe Jeff And Nick For a minute I think Um, I would love to Give it a shot though It looks fun Mm-hmm I never played Among Us we didn't get in on that fad no but
1: if it was out on one of the consoles I bet we would have it's, coming, it's coming out, out soon. PS5 yeah. on PlayStation um, um, we also played Ghost of Tsushima in that time mm-hmm. One another game we both really got into really good game amazing dream come true type game for me I love samurai shit
0: yeah you'll find out we both have deep appreciation for Japanese culture <laughs> yes, you will. Um. Uh.
1: Then okay. So we should just get it. We just should just get into it because the next game was probably our most played game of the pandemic. I would say even more than Final Fantasy at this point. It's lasted so. longer, yeah. and that is Dead De- by, by Daylight. Daylight. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it happened. I I remember us like occasionally one of us would pitch the idea in the discord server would be like you guys ever thought about
0: playing dead by daylight
1: and then we'd be like yeah i'd be like well yeah i bought it in 2015 but i played it once and never played it again right
0: <laughs> and same i've i had it for forever um and i think that when we got into it was around the time of the stranger things uh, right, yeah. expansion part
1: i can't remember if that or the silent hill one had just come out but those were the two newest i think mm-hmm that um, were
0: out, but it's a really fun asymmetrical. I think that's. I think it's asymmetrical. I'm yeah, not sure how asymmetrical. That, like four survivors team up, well, loosely team up to try to escape a map where a killer is hunting them. Yeah, and
1: I think it's fair to say that it doesn't have the best graphics in the world. It's sure. Like you don't look at Dead by Daylight and think, "Holy shit!" Mm-hmm. The gameplay is very simple very simple so the whole goal is the four survivors need to go around the map and fix five generators and then once the generators are fixed it powers on the doors you go unlock the door and you escape that's the simple
0: explanation repairing and opening things takes time you're you're immobile while you're doing it and every couple of seconds, a skill check happens where you have to just tap one of your buttons at a specific safe point. your bumper buttons. And if you don't do that correctly, then whatever you're working on explodes and makes a noise and lets whoever the killer, wherever the killer is, know where you are. So it's probably a good idea to beat it out of yeah. there when something like that happens. But yeah,
1: and, and the killer is a fucking unstoppable. Right, There's you no can't f- fight him. You can blind him. That, that's it. And you can and That's hard. Him, that's not easy him. to do. And you can stun him with a pallet. You hit him with the hand banana as I like to call it.
0: But you're not punching him. You're nope. not swinging blades at nope. this dude. No, he he he's going to get your ass if you don't run.
1: And there is like if you love horror movies, it's like a, a, a murderer's row literally. Yeah, like so they've got all kinds of original like killers, murderers. And they're all—I mean—they're cool. The concept of some of them are pretty lame, and you can tell because people don't really play. Yeah, nobody them. plays, but it's cool.
0: Well, but except for then,
1: <laughs> yeah, I like to play the piss jug clown, <laughs> throwing around my piss jug. Sure. <laughs> <Shaw! laughs> <laughs> um, and then there's the licensed killers, and you have Leatherface, you have Michael Myers, you have Freddy Krueger, you have uh, the one of the killers from Saw, you have ghost face from scream you have uh the demogorgon from stranger things pyramid head from silent hill uh who am i missing here as far as licensed killers i
0: feel like you got a bunch of them there i can't yeah. really think of of too many more mike you said michael myers right? michael myers okay. and literally
1: the only person missing is is like jason. jason yeah and then you could get the weirdos like
0: who are like, uh, Victor Crowley from the Hatchet <laughs> movies. And it's still going. And and pretty soon, their next one is going to be something from Resident Evil. Which is awesome. Yeah, which is rad for, for us. We love <sighs> Resident Evil. Playing the new one right now, actually.
1: And I remember the weekend we decided to get into it, Jesse parked up watching me play it. And she was like, what is this? She, I was like, it's Dead by Daylight. And she was like, this looks scary as hell. <laughs> yeah, And we watched hear- me play it. And then she was like, can we play this together? And then she went back in our room and installed it on her Xbox. And I decided to stream it. And uh, somebody in my audience was watching it and was like, "I'm so stoked! You guys are into Dead by Daylight. This is me and my son's favorite game." And was giving us tips and tricks like as we were playing because like I didn't know what any of the offerings meant. Like we're gonna have a dedicated Dead by Daylight episode. So, I don't want to get too into the weeds. Right. Um, but I didn't know what any of the upgrades meant. I didn't really know about the hatch or getting off hooks and like all that stuff. It was very early on and it was a huge help having this dude. And then, yeah, man, playing four player Dead by
0: Daylight just <sighs> never got old. The, you know, we definitely spent most of our time playing that. If you look, if you were to look at the numbers, mm-hmm. the only complaint about Dead by Daylight I would have is for some reason it takes forever to find a game.
1: Oh my god! So, so a lot that of that has time been, would be
0: spent spent dicking around in the lobby, and that has been a blessing and a curse because eventually,
1: while you're you're just sitting there waiting on a game, I have never timed it, but sometimes it feels like twenty minutes or something. Yeah,
0: some nights it was ridiculous, but uh, I feel like lately it's gotten a little better. Yeah, I mean, we're still playing it. You know, we still are. In fact.
1: You want to play some Dead by Daylight tonight after talking about it? <laughs> I mean, it? it is Saturday. I mean, I think we might have to play some Dead by Daylight. <laughs> um, but uh, J- Jesse got way into it. And my we were talking about it last episode about how, like, I never got through that Outlast game because of how jumpy it made me. Dead by Daylight is no different. When we first started playing that game, I was convinced it was going to give me a heart attack.
0: Yeah, you used to scream on the regular. And there's definitely moments where it's like a, a legit jump scare with yeah. some of them. You know, the, the killers who don't have like the aura or whatever.
1: Well, yeah, and, and
0: that's the thing. We've played so much now, I feel like... Like, whatever. Like, you could yeah. turn around and it'll be like, you know, Freddy, like, ah! And you're
1: just like, Every now and whatever. then it'll get me, for sure. I'm more susceptible to it, but like I am dead by daylight time like I was saying last week when it's dead by daylight t- uh, time get the fucking clown makeup get me the wig and the <laughs> nose it's time to clown that's right that's my favorite thing is we've gotten to the point now where we can dunk on the killer a we're, little bit we're
0: decent at it like you know I still feel like playing on console is a bit of a handicap when we're playing cross play yeah. Yeah. but um with that said it's still doable and yeah. uh, sometimes you get killers who are on console, and those guys are the, unfortunately the easiest ones for the, to dunk on. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I feel bad doing it, but <laughs> man, at the same time, got to get them. We've seen blood them points. just give up before. Yeah, and we had one. We had one do that uh, last weekend. In fact, <laughs>
1: just follow us around and be like, okay. We
0: tried to go out on the map and find them afterwards. Mm-hmm. You remember?
1: <laughs> we were ganging up on the yeah, killer. We were just... and I gotta say, so I've played. We mainly play Survivor. I've played killer a handful of times. And when that I've been the one getting dunked on, getting dunked I'm on. talking about being like walking and all four of them are just circling me like sharks. Right. And I'm swinging and missing <laughs> and shit not hitting anybody. So I know what it's like to get dunked on. It don't feel great, but it feels so good to do
0: the dunking. Oh, it sure does. And I know like, you know, it's, it's sort of semi frowned upon in the uh, killer community uh, for, survivors to play together like as friends or whatever <sighs> fuck that but fuck that like we don't play it we don't actively troll the, the killer until like, like the, the end of the game or whatever but like i've seen some some of that survivor shit that where they troll the killer and we it's don't wild. do we don't. that no <laughs> man
1: we do, now once again we got a wild card in our group and that's our buddy jeff
0: yeah jeff jeff is the loose cannon for sure that's
1: what is a loose cannon he never goes on an epic gamer rant where he's dropping slurs and shit. Oh, Jeff's no. not that kind of dude. Not at all. But he like he is down to troll and he has once again he has character.
0: As many voices, a man of many talents is our friend Jeff. And
1: we've played so much game of 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 Dead by Daylight that Jeff has morphed. He's had multiple characters. He, he like he got killed off and then came back as another character like with a fake
0: mustache and, and Right. face. <laughs> <And laughs> so as you, on as you face. can imagine. <laughs> like a lot of the characters you can play as survivors as in a lot of horror movies or a lot of like quote-unquote hot chicks or whatever yeah like the killer is supposed to kill and And, his lady he was always pitching
1: his only fans to the killers even though they can't hear us right yeah he's just basically doing it for our entertainment i think jeff might get banned if there was proximity (laughs) chat and the killer he definitely would have he definitely would have um, I know you want to get on my OnlyFans <laughs> that's that's his voice for his OnlyFans and now he's turned into mocking guy Yep. so like let's say Jeff getting chased by the killer and the, he drops a pallet on the killer when you drop the pallet on the killer it stuns him for a second and maybe you have a, a little bit more time to get away right he'll drop the pallet on the killer and then it's time for the mocky voice to come out and it's oh little bee. Get stopped by the pallet,
0: <laughs> I just wish so much that there was like proximity chat because I'm pretty sure he would tilt a lot of the killers and we could actually win more matches, yeah. but as it is, he's just doing it for us, <laughs> so that's the thing, like
1: dead by daylight is a f- one of the first games in a a little while that I feel like I've gotten legitimately good at
0: yeah you're you're I really feel, good, I feel like I'm pretty good at you're dead consistently by good. I have my moments. Where I'll have like the top score, or whatever. But I also have my moments where I'm like, oh, sorry guys, I'm on the hook uh, within five seconds again. Man, <laughs> can
1: I tell you some of my but some of my favorite moments in um, Dead by
0: Daylight are the fucking epic hook saves, right? So, because, so the killer goes around and yes. once he catches you, he has to pick you up and carry you to a giant hook where he then like hangs you like a slab of beef. And you're basically just kind of there helpless and until one of your fellow survivors saves you. Right. Which can lead and to you. And you have a life moments. meter. Mm-hmm. And when
1: that life meter gets to half health, then you have to start tapping a button a to struggle mm-hmm. to keep yourself alive. Right. And so when the when we first started playing the game undisciplined, when a buddy of ours got hooked, you just run in and grab him and the killer would probably be there just waiting. Just eating both. Yeah. But since then we've developed strategy and, like, we we all use, like, different perks and stuff. Like, I've got Kindred. So, on Kindred, whenever one of your buddies gets hung on a hook, you can see the aura of all the other survivors and what they're doing. And you can see the killer's aura when he's in with a certain radius of the person on the hook. So, now we've got intel on whether he's sticking around the hook to a certain extent. Right,
0: within a certain yeah. meters. Yeah,
1: and we'll be communicating. I'll be like, all right, um... Jesse how many times have you been hung And she'll be like I haven't been hung any Or I've been hung once already And I'll be like All right, I haven't been hung I'm going in to get Steve And then it's fucking the MASH theme song As I'm like fucking crouching And looking for the killer And sometimes the best thing you can do Is be the distraction Run up and get the killer's attention and have him chase you while another person goes in and takes
0: the person off the hook, right? Absolutely. The old rope-a-dope. We do it all the time. Oh,
1: man. My favorite is the rope-a-dope, take-a-hit rope-a-dope. Yeah, that's brave. Where you go in. Like, do you remember this game where we you got hung? and No we surprise got, there. <laughs> we were on generator control. Yeah. Like, we popped four generators, got you off the hook. You helped me fix the fifth generator got grabbed and hooked by the time you were hooked both gates are open like we were playing real well right you're on the hook you have half a life bar and the other three the other two three of us me jesse and nick this was who was playing this night Mm -hmm. we're strategizing because all of us had already been hooked twice if you get hooked for a third time you're dead just dead so we're like all right how are we gonna do this and Jesse's, Jesse's impatient. She's like, I'm going to, I'm just going to go get Steve. If he gets me, fuck, fuck it. I don't care. We've had a good game. And, and, and Nick's like, well, I could get, I could get Steve. I mean, the killer can uh, swipe at you. And then, you know, back in the day, he used to have to wipe his blade off and like, look at it. <laughs> but now he can just swing twice real fast. I don't understand that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure. And then I was like, all right, no, let me distract them. And you get Steve off. So I'm walking up. Right. And, I, and, and like. 20 feet ahead of me, I see you on the hook. And the killer's camping you. That's the problem. Of course. He's just sitting there waiting for you to die, waiting for your life to run out. Camping killers. And as I come up, I see Jesse and Nick's heads poking up over, like, a couple of bushes on your left and right, waiting to pounce. (laughs) And I run up, and the killer sees me, turns, swings at me, and misses, thankfully. And I hit a fucking, gotta go back in time, life over a ledge alive yeah and as that was happening they got you off the hook and y'all all went out because you were right in front of an exit that was open you remember this yep
0: this was just a couple weeks ago yeah
1: the three of you guys exited and then i fucking road runnered out the other <laughs> exit <sighs>
0: oh. yeah that's a good feeling when you pull off something like that
1: i just rambled a bit on that but, but no man. it's
0: good that's, that's the kind of emergent gameplay that happens in that that which is why it's so cool and have like such a kind of on paper simple gameplay, mm-hmm. but it just leads to these cool moments, you know. Yeah.
1: And one more thing I want to talk about Dead by Daylight because we we like to put our own like we talked in the last episode we like to put our goofy little spin on things like old regular ass pistol, old <laughs> regular in Gears of War. The little terms and nicknames we've come up for everything in Dead by Daylight are part of what makes this game for me. Like, there's a killer who is invisible, and the way he comes out of his invisibility so he can attack you is he bangs on a pot. Bong, bong. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what his actual name is. Like
0: I think it's the Wraith, but okay. I'm not totally sure. <laughs> I, if you say so.
1: To us, he's known as La Crusade.
0: La Crusade. <laughs>
1: I don't know why, because he bangs on a pot.
0: It sounds like a ceramic pot that La Crusade yeah. would make. Yeah. So we started calling him that, and that's just that one stuck.
1: That one stuck. And so whenever we're playing a game, you'll hear that bong bong, and then without fail, all five of us—you know—we can only play at four, but all five, one of us is going to say it's La Crusade. Yep. And you know what that shit means. And then we've got uh, Nick. And Nick has con- like Nick likes to make some of them. So for the clown, he's piss jug. <laughs> Oh, it's pissed jug. We hardly ever play against that killer. No,
0: not very often.
1: Um, and then, yeah, man, it, just the little stupid terms and stuff we've come up for that have cracked me up.
0: Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's a it's fun to get a game where you've played it so many times that you know you kind of understand all the little nuances of the perks <laughs> and maps and you can just have a good time, um, even if you lose.
1: So. While this was going on, I want to bring up two other games that we were playing separately but at the same time that are related. We both got into a Yakuza game over the summer. You were playing Yakuza 0, and I was playing Yakuza Kiwami because I'd already beat 0. And both of us were way into a Yakuza game through the summer.
0: Yeah, that was my first time with it, and man, I'm such a fan now. I can't – so, like –
1: I had my choice. We would do a Yakuza game st- stat, right? <laughs> yeah. But I don't. I've only played zero Kiwami. I've played some of Seven, and I think that's it. Like I want to play some more of them so I can speak to it more. But I love what I've played so far. I've got my brother-in-law Keith playing he Yakuza loves, Seven. I see him all the time. He's playing, playing it all game. the time. And when we went over there. Shout Um, out, Keith. Yeah, shout out, Keith. Keith will listen. Keith, unlike Jeff and Nick, he's a
0: loyal dude. He'll listen. Uh, Come on, man. He'll come over about NCAA football. Yeah, Michigan needs to do some shit, Keith. What's (laughs) up? I'm just kidding, man. I I feel your pain. Um, Anyways. Basketball pain this year. uh, When I
1: went over, we went over for Easter. I think it was Easter. And Keith was talking to me about Yakuza and was way into it. I was like,
0: fuck, yeah. (laughs) Those games are so wacky. Uh, they yeah. they balance like the serious like the story can be like just dead ass serious and then you go doing like a side quest where you're uh, dressed up as a chicken or some shit yeah. you know what I mean like
1: and so you know how I um no this was in between recording I didn't say this on the recording but you know how I was telling you I sometimes I feel like I can see just the tiniest bit of a game and know that Jesse will like it and be like oh that's one I should give for Jesse that's mm-hmm. her type of game so I'm kind of like that with Keith. So you know, we do gift exchange at, at Christmas, and we draw names in Jesse's family. And I, nine times out of ten, get Keith. I don't know if that's engineered, probably too, dude. You he know what knows I mean? You can give good gifts. Bro, that's the, the and then it becomes my mission to think of all the games released in the past year that Keith may have not have gotten, and find that one that Keith's really gonna like. And I nail it sometimes. Like, I got him Final Fantasy XV one time. He played that and really liked it. Um, most of the times, though, if there's a sports game he hasn't gotten yet, that's what you get safe, for This is a safe move. Yeah, he loves a sports game. Yeah. But, like, sometimes I'll go out and go a little off the path, and that's what Yakuza was. And so to find out he really digs it, I was pretty stoked
0: on that. That is really cool. I love those games. I, I mean, like, Yakuza 0, which, like, came out in the timeline of actual releases was what after f- after five and before six before six but it's actually takes place before all of them yeah it's in the cool. so that's a good place to start if you've never played them i think and then it's because um, they're remaking all the old ones anyway to to be up to zero's quality because zero's a really good game but there's like crazy stuff you can do in that game and there's a um whole side thing where you can become the boss of like um it, what is it? It's like a, a, a hostess bar, bar. A hostess bar. Yeah. Where you're just like the boss of you're the managing. hostesses. You're yeah. managing these hostesses. And I got so into this fucking hostess simulator. <laughs> okay. I probably spent like 20 hours playing the hostess simulator. So
1: I talked about um, somehow it came up on Blue Harvest, where I talked to Will about how I wanted to get into the Yakuza, Yakuza games, but there were so many and I didn't know where to start. I actually downloaded Yakuza 6 on my PS4 as like a, uh, you know, a fucking impulse buy. And I got into it and I was like, there, so these are all concurrent games, meaning like the story continues from game to game. I didn't know who anybody was. I dug what little of I played of it, though. And then um, my buddy Paul Jones from the Geek Dudes hit me up on Facebook and was like, you should start at Yakuza 0. He was a little more fulfilled, familiar for, with the series for me. And right around that time, I had just gotten um, my gaming PC. This has been three years ago or so, <clears throat> two or three years. And um, I was looking for stuff to play, and it was on sale on Steam. So I was like, yeah, I'll get it. That's where I ended up playing, was on Steam. And I was sitting on this couch, minding my own goddamn business, <laughs> playing Yakuza. And Jesse is watching. And she likes open world games and stuff and she's like this looks pretty neat I don't know that the combat would be for me uh, and because um, she likes turn-based mm-hmm. so does my wife um and I'm playing and then I find this place where you can go in and use the telephone and make phone calls it's like a and you chat ladies up chat ladies up and then yeah. maybe they go on dates with you mm-hmm. and she's watching it and she's like what the fuck is this Your play, and it's
0: so weird like the little mini game involved with it is so weird it's like you have to you have to pick the right response yeah to the like question, it's a shooter or something but like it's tough to actually pick it you have to time it to where like it, the cursor like goes over it naturally without hitting like the obstacle and eventually like the, the image coalesces into like this hot uh, chick wearing like a bikini who's like and on it's the phone. Re- it's, re-
1: it's not rendered. It's real pictures <laughs> of a lady. Some Japanese model that they went and took pictures
0: of. Right, yeah. It's it's definitely in touch with its pervy side. There's like side quests where you have to buy a kid a porno magazine from like a street machine. Yeah. Like a street vending machine. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, So the best way I can describe Yakuza to anybody that might not have played it is the main story is the most... Serious melodramatic crime drama. It's almost like a crime soap opera. Oh, totally. Yeah, you know what I mean. Hundred percent. And it's pretty compelling stuff. At least in the two games I've played the most of. Yeah, the I've characters finished. are
0: cool. Mm-hmm. I think they do a good job. Uh, the main guy is a who I like, Kiryu. Kiryu. Ooh, I he's like Kiryu. He's cool, but he's he reminds me of like a you know a Jean Claude Van Damme, just like white meat baby face kind of deal. Whereas, like, I feel like... um, Majima. Majima, Goro Majima, is the more interesting one. You know, his character is more interesting. Yeah. Um, So, but then,
1: where the real meat and potatoes of the game is, outside of that story. Mm -hmm. I enjoy the stories, but I will play four weekends of a yakuza game and not play a single story same because i will be fucking hitting up the batting cages for a side quest you know what i'm
0: saying i'll be I'll busy be... getting drinks to table 14 stat so the hostess yeah. can make more I'll, I'll money be
1: running the real estate business <laughs> i'll be playing arcade games i'll be the claw machine bro like i started Kawami 2 and i was like it's time to take a break from yakuza because i literally started and as soon as i found a claw machine were I was in it for the claw machine. I prizes. did the
0: claw machine quests line and zero. I I did. I should say I didn't one hundred percent this. And you know, I've gotten to the point I, now where it's hard to one hundred percent games. Look, you know, man, you can say what you want about it, but I I never one hundred percented either. It's just zero
1: too, or Kawami, and I'll tell you why. For me, it came down to there was just too much shit and zero much
0: stuff, which it, it is fine. Like yeah. I like the idea of maybe playing it again down the road and mm-hmm. maybe being like, oh, I didn't do this quest this time. I'll do it this time. So I
1: did most of the quests but when I say 100% I mean I don't play Mahjong because I'm too dumb to understand understand it. it. I don't understand Shogi Mm -hmm. and like to 100% those games you got to play all the mini side stuff
0: I did the space harrier shit and I did the the outrun outrun shit shit. I did both of those you have to actually play the arcade game in the arcade and then like you know there's a quest line involved with that stuff. it's just so much really cool stuff you can do in those games
1: and then another thing I got real into was so you know there's you level like in Yakuza 0 you spend money to unlock new abilities and stuff in the other games you kind of level a little more traditionally But anyways, um, what I got really into was the side categories, the completion points Mm -hmm. where it would be like eat every item on the menu at this restaurant or drink all the different types of uh, drinks at this bar. And then that when you finish that category, you get a point and you can then use that point to upgrade some other stuff like your run distance, how much money you get from your businesses and all that stuff. Really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I would go to every single restaurant in the city because eventually
0: you get a skill a perk. Yeah, because yeah. you because to start you can only eat like one or two things. Whatever it takes to fill up your life. Yeah, later. once your once your life bar is full, your guy's like, I'm full. I don't want to eat. But then eventually you get a perk that is like called bottomless hunger or endless hunger or something like that, where you can just eat everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you can just go to a restaurant and just order everything yeah and menu. i'll
1: just click and and like it'll show him sitting there being like oh, mm-hmm. uh, gutta. It's so, oh my yeah and the, it is voice acted like i know you so i know a couple of the yakuza games you can play in english
0: no nah, you got to do that you got to do japanese. it in
1: japanese because they do such a fucking good job at they're so into it.
0: Yeah. Um I can't wait. We'll, we we're definitely going to do a Yakuza episode. Yes. For sure. Yes. Down the line. But you were, you were good to bring that up. That was a big one. That was a big one. 2020. I, I want to shout out also NieR Aut- Automata. That was I I came out before quarantine. Yeah. There,
1: well, that this is also I
0: mean, so did uh Street Fighter 5. My you know main I mean? my main experience with NieR was during quarantine and that was that game was excellent too.
1: Yeah, and you've been playing the remake or whatever. Replicant. Replicant. Yeah. How do you like that so far? Uh,
0: it's it's okay. Uh, I'm glad it it exists because there is a tie-in to Automata, uh-huh. but um, Automata is far superior. Yeah. You know, I, I would. I, honestly like. If you play Automata and really like it, I think you'd probably dig Replicant too. But to me, if you haven't played a near game, play Automata. Play Automata. Automata yeah, part. it's it's really really good. And <sighs> um, then, you know you don't need to have that knowledge prior
1: i'm trying to think of if i got into anything else on like i was definitely playing animal crossing for a while
0: i didn't play animal
1: Crossing. i fell off on that way fast i so it came out in march and i was done with it by like june but for those three months i was a almost every day checking my island type of dude working on it and stuff
0: i got a shout out slay the spire yep big big game i still play it I've i've sunk lots of hours into that and turned my wife into an absolute video game fiend out of nowhere she didn't even know she liked to play video games and then um she saw me playing slay the spire and she's probably doing that right now as we speak she's like i don't (laughs) want to go hang
1: out with them i want to do another (laughs) run switch she's
0: playing (laughs) slay the spire uh it's a really good game like just a kind of a deck builder uh roguelike uh where you start over every time and and just kind of try to beat a series of monsters with with cards kind of like all at magic or something like that yeah very fun
1: and then as the year goes on we're building up to a big moment. Like when we get into the fall and stuff, that's when we're getting close to the release of the new new console, which we have been talking about from the moment we started playing together with each playing again with final fantasy 14. Like back then we were being like, I bet you this is going to run great on the PS five. You know what I mean? You're probably right. We were fucking excited, constantly talking to each other about new news and, rumors about what was going to fucking release or launch with the consoles. I had had been saving up for two years already because I knew, if possible, I wanted to try and get my hands on both for the first time. Same here. I I
0: wanted to try. So for the past (sighs)
1: two generations, I feel like I put my... I went all in on the wrong console at launch. So for... The 360 generation, I got a PS3 first. That was definitely
0: a mistake. That was definitely a mistake. It leveled out eventually, mm-hmm. but, and same thing with the with the following. Like, obviously, in retrospect, the PS4 was the the right move over the Xbox One.
1: Right, and I put my all. I went all in on the Xbox One at launch. Right. So I feel like I made a bad decision on both those. So this time, I'd been saving up for a couple of years, putting like twenty five bucks back every week or whatever. Just waiting because I and I'm, and then I am a guy who if there's backwards compatibility, I'll play the fucking trade in game. It's
0: a big deal for me. uh Backwards compatibility it is I know me too, not, man. I know it's not a, I guess for a lot of people, but for me, it's a big deal. Um, so like I knew
1: when they were you know confirmed that the new Xbox was going to be fully backwards compatible, I knew I was going to trade in my, see, mm-hmm. uh, Xbox One X. I love so, their
0: their vision for you know just yeah. We want you to be able to play your game over all of our consoles for the entire life of whatever we do. Yeah. You know, like, I love that. And so
1: that became the big game of the fall of 2020, was trying to secure some sort of pre-order. Get that bag, son. And then making sure that I had my money right to spend on two consoles, because you don't pay up front for them. In our cases, we both pre-ordered.
0: Well, when I pre-ordered the PlayStation, they did do, like, a hit on the account to make sure that I had it then. Yeah. That comes back. Right. But that was tough. I remember when that they decided to put that on sale. I was working that night, and I was driving to Mobile. <coughs> and I pulled over to try to get one, and it didn't work. And then you texted me again later with, like, another one from Walmart. And I pulled over and was like, oh, come on got through and 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 somehow did it you know so
1: my playstation like it's the luckiest i've ever been i'm gonna be completely honest with you considering how hard those things have been able to get a hold of even to this day there's was through six months later was GameStop. GameStop, yeah so i watched the conference live where they announced that like it's you know it's going to be pre-ordered soon or whatever and then rumors started... Parking. I remember you texted me when that was going down, yeah. too, because I was driving then as well. And I remember, like, I called the local GameStop because what I wanted to do was pre-order at this GameStop so I could put, you know, 100 bucks down, then trade in my PlayStation 4 on the day it came out, get some extra money off of it. And I called him, and the lady's like, yeah, we don't know when they're going to go on sale. And I was like, okay. And I was, she was like, call back in the morning. I bet you we know by then. And I was like, okay, cool. And then... Uh, I'm hanging out. I look on Twitter and I see people talking about GameStop opened up pre-orders. So I call again and she's like, yeah, the pre-orders are gone. This is like an hour later. The situation changed like that. Right. And so then I'm like, oh, are they on sale online? And I go look online and there's placeholders, but they're not live yet. And then I hit refresh and they're there for pre-order. And so I grabbed one and put it in my cart and checked out, like, I didn't time out.
0: That's crazy, because, yeah. man, I timed out a lot. And then
1: I texted, like, the order goes through, and then I immediately text you that they're up on GameStop. Yeah, which it I... became didn't... a nightmare.
0: I got mine through Walmart, and the the way I had success was to, like, sign up for the website or whatever, and so it had all your information saved. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I did add it to a cart, yep. I was able to just hit, okay, 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 okay. And then that's how I got mine.
1: That's and that's the advice I gave to any of my friends that be like, "How do you think a, how hard do you think it's going to be to get a PlayStation?" And be like, "Well, this is what you got to <laughs> do.
0: Follow Wario sixty four. There's a guy on Twitter. Yeah. Who, yeah, there's there's guys on Twitter who will throw out links to spots. And and like a lot of times the links would take you to the the website that would already have the item in the cart, and you're good to go. So like you you, just you could just yeah, sign in. So and, you just boom. Yeah, and that worked. That's how I got mine.
1: Yeah. And then, for the Xbox, they you know, they actually put out a specific day. they re- They said pre-orders will go live on this day. So for that one, I got up at five in the morning and got ready and went and got in line at GameStop. Good idea. and I remember Jesse giving me a little shit before. she's like, "Do you really have to get up that early if they're going to start letting you pre-order them at 9? And I remember saying to her, Honestly, I think it might be too late. I think I might get there and there's already too many people in line.
0: You would you would have been right.
1: So I got there at 6 in the morning, three hours before they open, and there's one other dude waiting in his car because it's cold, mm-hmm. not wanting to get in line. So Jesse drops me off, and I got in line. I was the first person in the line. The guy in the car got behind me and stood in line. And they had a sign on the door that said, like, we have five Series Xs and two series s's for pre-order so the line stopped at seven people and until they opened there would be people that would drive in the parking lot and be like how many do they have what's it say on the door and we'd be like they they say it's got seven total and you see the person like counting seeing there's seven people in line and just leaving leaving and then you'd have a couple people come by that tried to buy your place in line (laughs)
0: I ended up. I was on a vacation with my wife in the mountains. Yep. And I had to basically spend an entire half a day trying to get one of those, which I did. We had to go through Best Buy for that one because I was able to pay for the PlayStation. You know, I'd saved for that, but the the Xbox I wanted to buy on credit, which Mm -hmm. I've paid off now. Yeah, I paid off my Xbox around the same time. We got them around the same Same time. Same time, yeah. So. And then uh, just knowing that we had secured them both was really liberating. But then, like, I'll tell you what, like, the shipping was uh, some of the most stressful times in my life. It was was on pins and needles waiting for those things to get here.
1: Oh, so for my Xbox, it was super pleasant. I went to work, and that afternoon when I got done, I stopped at GameStop on the way home and traded in my Xbox. Uh, Like, I had all my trade-in stuff with me. And then um, put it in the car and came home. Now, the PlayStation was nerve-wracking. Having that actually shipped, because I was like, oh, it's um, it's going to be my luck. Mine gets stolen. And, like, the paranoia of them canceling my order. You remember when people started getting some of their orders yeah. canceled? Yeah.
0: And I was like, oh, oh shit. That's not what you need to well, sleep
1: I at was, night. Well, I was probably pretty early, given my experience, and... When that PlayStation went out, you would have thought I had NASA on
0: the tracking of that <laughs> thing. I knew it's every move. Right, yeah. Once I found I mine shipped through um, FedEx, and it was kind of a nightmare.
1: Oh, you had the worst experience yeah. of the two of us.
0: It got misloaded at some point on its trip, and that's why I had like such a headache. But getting actually through to their customer service, oh, like actually goodness. talking to a human being, was nearly impossible. But once I got somebody on the phone, it was solved within 10 seconds. They were like, super helpful. They I were super helpful. Me. They were like, oh, here it's here at this location, two blocks from your house. Go pick it up. Go get it. Want. Yeah, I was like, oh, thank you so much. I, I want to marry your daughter if I wasn't already married. So they had, a,
1: on mine, it showed up two days later than it was supposed to, like by its estimated shipping date. And I was sweating it. Oh my God. And then it, so it showed up that Friday or whatever. Um, and Jesse was sitting at this table on a, a Zoom call for her schoolwork stuff she was doing last year. And I had already put the dogs up because I knew I was getting the package set out for delivery that day. You know, I didn't want them freaking out and interrupting her, who I did not expect to be interrupting her on her call. Hals Burkhart. Because I get this package in and I'm electric with excitement, <laughs> right? It's my first PS launch uh, console since the PS2. No, the PS3. I never got a PS4 at launch. I did the 3. Uh, and I started unboxing it. And, you know, you, you, I know you're just like me. How many videos did you watch of fucking, this is what the PS5 or the Series X looks like, and then like, be like, oh, look at the design. Oh, it's got little X's and O's and triangles and shit in it. Mm-hmm. Um, And then... I, I, I don't know how it happened, but I, I let out like a fucking Burt Reynolds laugh at one point while I was unboxing it. I hear Jesse go, yeah, that's my fiance. He got a PS5. He's real excited. <laughs> and then she's like, yep, he got his, because I can only hear once. And she's like, yep, he got his hands on one. He, would, he was super quick on pre-ordering. And
0: I was going to say, I bet everybody yeah. in the Zoom was like, what, he, yeah, he got one? <laughs>
1: and then she was like, yeah, I mean, he says, you know, follow this place on like she had heard me say it so much to other people. <laughs> she she just told him like the tips and tricks to get it and
0: shit. Nice. Long live Wario sixty four.
1: <laughs> so then that leads to a game we will be discussing in more detail next week. Demon Souls. Demon Souls. That will be our first one game focused episode will be next week. Yep. But that we don't play that together, but we play it around the same time. And yeah. It's the first time
0: I've been able to crack into a Souls game. I was so proud of you too, because you know you've you've bounced off them a couple times, which is okay. I did I did too. Yeah. you know a lot of people do. Um, in the community, like it's the fa- Demon Souls is famous for being returned. Like, oh yeah, b- by people who are yeah. like this isn't for me. Dark yeah. Souls one as well, but uh, you know you you stuck with that one and there's there's some really tough parts in that you got through it (laughs) and it was like i said we're i don't want to get into
1: it too much and and talking about my experience with other souls games before this and stuff we'll save that but it was a great sort of showcase for the new console
0: too oh yeah it looks fantastic
1: like with every console launch ever um the first year or so doesn't feel like eh, there's a not a lot coming out for them and Like, honestly, especially the Series X. Like, the Series X didn't have a ton of launch titles, but it played all the games I was playing on the Xbox before. Mm -hmm. Play real great. Like, the Dead by Daylight upgrade is awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, I played some Yakuza 7 on it because it was exclusive for a second there, and that was really good.
0: We should say uh, Microsoft's been real proactive about like making your old games better, yes. Like like adding HDR support yes. to them, or in, they've started doing this frame rate boost, yes, which is also very cool. Like they're they're leading the path for this new so generation.
1: To circle to back around to the beginning of our gaming relationship, we've been playing a little Halo Three multiplayer lately. <laughs> a little thanks bit to yeah. that.
0: A little bit. We um, busted out the uh, Master Chief collection, and I've been
1: Xbox playing that. a little more than you guys, just because if I only have an hour or 30 minutes to play something. I can jump in and play a couple of like I can't do a run on return. Right, right. You know, play in that slay time. the spire son. Slave the spire. I think Halo 3 multiplayer is
0: my f- slay <laughs> the spire right now. And like, like that's a good game. Halo 3 multiplayer <laughs> man just makes me think of one of our first stunt kills like where i managed to stick a dude with a grenade while he was jumping in midair and the grenade popped on another guy right into his belly double kill and that was where we were like this is this is the future (laughs) right
1: um and oh i hit a brain first brain fart of the podcast i don't think i've hit one this far this hard yet i'm sure there'll be more uh, this yeah. brain
0: fart brought to you
1: by uh, Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm, um, they did a really good. Like, I remember when Master Chief, you know, collection launched and it was such a disaster, <laughs> a rough state. But it's in, a, and that's why I never played much of it before. I would go back here and there whenever Will would get a hair up his ass and want to play some Halo, but that would be once a year maybe. Sure. And going back to it now, being able to play it in hundred twenty frames a second or even sixty frames a second like i'm just now sort of getting my head around the different like w- the difference between 30 60 and 120 you know mm-hmm. um but being able to do that is a lot of
0: fun sure um and it runs just so smoothly and yeah i love being able to go back on the playstation as well like you know it just simply through the design dark souls is now at 60 frames per second on on that console and Sekiro is 60 on both consoles and uh we still don't have a bloodborne 60 frames per second unfortunately hopefully one day we'll have that but you know the new games are going to get there pretty soon we're starting to get them now right but they're all still you know we got to expect them to be cross uh well mostly designed for the old systems at least for a little while longer yeah but yeah. they'll there will be some stuff by the end of the year
1: <laughs> yeah and um you know, just sort of bouncing. Honestly, the main thing we've played together since we picked it up is Dead by Daylight. So there's been a lot of new Dead by Daylight just on the Series X now, where mm-hmm. it runs in 60 frames and Re- looks really nice. Looks really nice, really to- smooth. I mean, comparatively, right? Like, you know, it's not Red Dead Redemption Two no, or anything. But. No. <laughs> um, and then, like, I've been playing. Like, I finally beat Final Fantasy VII Remake. I played the two. Uh, Spider-Man games. Um, That's been kind of it this year. I started Resident Evil 7 on Game Pass and played a good bit of that. Uh, And I'm playing Returnal
0: now. I Um, played through 7 this year as well as my second playthrough. But this is the first time I did the DLC, which was fun. Um, Oh, there was another game I played through as well that is escaping me at the moment. Um.
1: One last thing I want to bring up before we go is the rare miss in game choice. Oh. We had a big miss this year. Which where was we hyped it? both. We hyped each other up, <laughs> and we both got it and never played together. Okay, so what happens was, and this was leading into the new consoles coming out, so oh, kind of issue say, to play no. a new game. Mm-hmm. And we're hanging out in the Discord, and I remember bringing this game up and being like, yeah, I don't know about it. And you being like, yeah, I don't know about it, like, yeah, know about it either then just, I guess it went up for pre-order. It was like a week away before it came out. Steve goes, you thought about playing Marvel's The Avengers? <laughs> and I'd be like, man, I didn't know about it before, but it's getting close. And like, it's Marvel. I love Marvel. And he was like, well, if you play it, I'll play it. <laughs> so. The lesson, as always, is we're suckers. We're suckers. We're fucking suckers. I, I, actually, I finished the campaign for that like a couple weeks ago. Cool, cool. Like I was like. I've got to at least play the campaign yeah, in I mean, this it's game. It's not the worst game I've ever played. I just It didn't really
0: like reel me in like some other things. No, you know? and
1: I can't see spending a lot of time on the multiplayer right. Destiny-style multiplayer stuff. I remember the game. I want to say it was Prey. Prey. Yeah, Studios, you did play that. And it was really good. We also tried Godfall.
0: Yeah, game I wouldn't mind necessarily going back to. That that game when I played it first was scaring me cuz my PlayStation would just automatically just shut down while I was playing it and I didn't yeah. know why. And you want to talk about okay, I may not be able to play Demon Souls. I'm never playing Godfall again until they figure that shit out and fix it. And they've they probably fixed it by now. I but. would hope so. It's <laughs> six months later. Yeah, I just haven't gone back to it.
1: But yeah, that was kind of our 2020. Mm-hmm. And like I said, a big part of that was Demon's Souls. Yeah. Which we'll be talking about next week. Next
0: week. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to our first deep dive. Yeah.
1: So, uh, hope to see you guys then. Thanks for tuning in. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes follow us at high potion pod on twitter or you can follow me at blue harvest pod on twitter and we'll see you next time
0: <laughs> high potion podcast bye, bye.